but I'm back. I'm ready. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Tiffany. And today is just a little check-in. Yep. Um, it has been a really busy week for work. I traveled. Yes, you did. You did travel. <laughs> and I, I've been just super tired ever since I got back. Um, I did not read at all. Really? Uh-uh. Did you did you drive to Lubbock or did you fly? You flew. I flew, and I just slept on planes. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah, and then when I would get back to the hotel room, I was just, like, so tired that I I just couldn't even, like, pick up the book to, like, read. Like, I would even set it on the bed. I'm like, just read, like, a chapter. Was so, it um, Broken Monsters? Yeah, so I have not made any progress in that book. Well, I think I officially hit my, probably my first reading slump of this year because. I think I'm there too. I just, I couldn't, very similar, I couldn't bring myself to pick up History of Wild Places. Yeah. I would just like go to bed immediately. <laughs> I know, I just during, like... Yeah, during the day, I couldn't find time or couldn't, rather wanted to do something else. And mm-hmm. now I've got like three days until the book's due. <laughs> oh no. And there's like a list, so I can't renew it. So I gotta get I gotta get cracking on it. Yeah. Did you did you end up reading or finishing Lord of the Rings? Girl, I don't know what happened to that book. What? And it's my book. <laughs> and I don't know where it is. <laughs> the case of the missing book? It's my book. I've had it since I was in seventh grade and I don't know where it is. But didn't you have it like recently? Cause didn't you start it? Yeah, I had it back in January. And then I've it's been floating around. And it was for the longest time on my bedside table, and I, I don't, I don't know where it is. So you think it fell, like it's under your bed? Uh, could be. It could be somewhere floating around in my car. It could be. Closet. Oh, allergies! I sneezed. Yeah. Um, it could be at my parents' house. You know? I was about to say, could it be in Austin? It could be in many places. But what I'm trying to say is, I don't know where it is. It's lovely. So where is the missing book? Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind on that. Yeah. (laughs) And I think we're two weeks away from light in August. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to go ahead and at least like request it from the library. I just, I'm not looking forward to reading that one. I'm going to be completely honest. I I have a fear that it's going to be kind of like The Heart is a Lonely Hunter where I actually thought it was going to be a very good book and then found mm. it to be very dry and... Yeah. I'm like, I'm really scared. And it's like 500 pages, so I'm not... I'm not looking forward to it right now. So William Faulkner, I could be uh, wrong, but I mm. want to say he wrote A Rose for Miss Emily, which was a short story that we talked about when I was in 10th grade English class. And I I loved it. I thought it was yeah. great. Um, then I tried to read The Sound and the Fury and had no fucking clue what was going on with that book. Which I know it's like a that's a like considered a very, very difficult book. Mm-hmm. Um so I just never finished that one. So I don't know, maybe this will be somewhere in the middle. I'm kind of hoping yeah. it leans closer to a Rose from Assembly, but Yeah, so 
Yeah, Rose for Emily by William Faulkner. That's Rose for Emily, yeah. Yeah, that is correct. Cool. Um, yeah, I just, I think I'm on the, the, what's the word? I'm in a, I'm not in a reading slump of, like, books I want to read. I think I'm in a reading slump of, like, Oprah books. Yeah. Like, I think I'm just finally ready to be done with Oprah's book club. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where I'm at. And I know we have three more, so I'm just like, ugh. So. We had some, I feel like, and we'll, when we do our recap, I guess, mm-hmm. of it. But it feels like as of right now, Oprah was either very, like, on point, really great. Or the book was just, like, either terrible or very forgettable. But there hasn't yeah. been any, any like, good in between. Because I was thinking yeah. back to to when we first started. And I, I keep forgetting completely about The Rapture of Canaan. Oh, yeah. The very first book. Yeah. Yeah. It's forgettable. It's, yeah. So. Um, well, and I think, too, like, like, let's make this clear. We chose books from her original book club. I think she has an Oprah 2.0. Mm-hmm. And we're only taking 12. And I believe there was over 60. So we're taking a small selection and um, I think there were some on there that we had already read because we went back and forth about should we include those or yeah. not. And like obviously there's some like there was some Toni Morrison on there and unfortunately our random will did not choose that. Um, her very first book that she ever chose was one that I was hoping we would get which was um, now I don't know what it's called but it's a movie with Michelle Pfeiffer where her son like gets kidnapped or goes missing and years later, um, they find him. But there's also the older brother that had to deal with his brother being, like, missing. Mm-hmm. And it's like... It was the, the Deep End of the Ocean yes, by yes, Jacqueline Mitchell. Yes, thank you. I wanted to say The Light Between Oceans, and I knew it wasn't that. I knew the ocean, yes. Um, the movie's actually really good. And so I thought it would be a really good book to read. So I was really hoping we would get that one. Um, but yeah, the, the random will did is pretty bad, I think. Yeah. Cause I'm looking, I'm looking through the list right now and, um, there's like, yeah, like where the heart is. I've read that one. That's by Billy Letts. That one's also a movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't read the book, but I've heard of it for sure. For some reason in my mind, I remember reading that book and I want to say it was like, middle school like early middle school Mm -hmm. and it being kind of like my introduction to more adult literature yeah um but I don't I don't know why that sticks out in my head because I had been reading it no I read where the heart is before I read it oh okay but I had been weird reading some like weird like R.L. Stein books like oh yeah I loved R.L. Stein fucked up shit like that (laughs) I don't know there was one where like a maid was stuffed into the oven I should not have been reading it in like fourth grade (laughs) Is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, that is not. Oh, while I was, I always forget while I was gone. We read that one too. Oh, and I kind of liked that one. It was all right. It, it I think I liked it because it was like short and sweet, and it just got to the point. It's like it's like. like yeah, it's like a, just another like it, it was fine, but it's yeah. forgettable kind of thing. Yeah. Oh man. It's it's been a, it's almost been a year since we started, so I know that's wild. But yeah, um, 
On non-book news, I did something that I usually hate doing, but I mm-hmm. binge-watched a show. Oh, what'd you watch? I watched Only Murders in the Building. Oh, don't tell me. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to tell you, but it's 30 minutes each, 10 episodes, so super quick. I binged it in two days. Super mm-hmm. easy. Um, obviously, it has Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Um, they live in this apartment complex. Or this, Yeah. And um, somebody gets murdered, and the three of them decide to start a podcast to solve the murder, a true crime podcast. Amazing. <laughs> to start it. And it's the three of them. It's really funny, but it has, like, the murder aspect to it. But I just found myself laughing a lot. And there's some, like, special appearances from, like, like Tina Fey makes an appearance. Um, Jane Lynch makes an appearance. Sting from the police makes an appearance. Like... It's just, it's really cute. Um, and then I looked it up and I think they said sometime in June is when season two will be out. So I'll be ready to go. But nice. yeah, it's been on my list for a while. And so I was like, I feel like this is one that I can binge. And I I did not want to stop watching it. I was like, I have to watch another episode, which I <laughs> usually hate doing. Must keep watching. I know. It was cute. So I highly recommend it. Uh-oh. We we started watching Tokyo Vice, mm-hmm. which is I think rough, rough, like loosely based on a true story okay. about this this uh, white journalist from America mm-hmm. moves to Japan, becomes fluent in Japanese, and applies to work for one of the most prestigious like newspapers over there for their for their true like their crime their you know police beat, mm-hmm. and then it's like him slowly kind of developing this. I don't know if expose is the right word, but like this, the story about the Yakuza and um, we're only two episodes in and I I have come to the decision that I wish this wasn't based on a true story because if you like got rid of the white guy in it, it'd be a great TV show, <laughs> but like he's, he's the worst character. Oh no. <laughs> so, um. But I mean, I, it is good, and it was bringing back some like memories of our Japan trip. Oh yeah, because you know, it's all the trains and just like yeah. you know. Um, what what platform is that one on? That's HBO. Okay. Yeah. Um, I finished the thing about Pam. Again, highly recommend. <laughs> Super good. All the actors in it. Did a really good job. Obviously, Renee Zellweger as Pam was really good. And then this past Friday, um, twenty Dateline did a like a new the thing about Pam, kind of a follow up, and they show like actual footage of the real Pam, and then like you can see how much Renee like watched that to like um, imitate her, and it's it's pretty scary how good she did because there's um i can't think of the the show's name but it's got Elle fanning in it and she plays oh god michelle i can't think of her last name but she was the one who was convicted because her boyfriend was texting her like hey i'm suicidal michelle carter that's her name and at first when they casted her i was like Elle fanning is they did this woman a lot of favors because Elle Fanning is so pretty and wow. But then 
But then I saw like a side by side of them, and I was like, oh, oh, they did yeah. a good job. Like she looks like her a lot. Um, is that uh, that's also going to be a series, right? Is, is it a series? Yeah. It's a yeah. I think it's already it's on, out. Yeah, and it's on Hulu because I've seen like the um. Okay, yeah, it's called The Girl from Plainville. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I just know that the documentary on HBO was I Love You, Now Die, I think. That's lovely. No. Um, and then I still haven't watched The Dropout yet. I haven't either. But I am looking forward to watching that one. Um but yeah, so the thing about Pam was really good. It was only six episodes. I think you can watch them all on Hulu now. Like, they're all available. Um, so I highly recommend those. And it's just, it's really good because it's not just, like, a series kind of like Dirty John. Like, you have Keith Morrison's commentary at certain ports, <laughs> too, to kind of, like, set the scene and have it ready. So they play more into the podcast side instead of just, like, how Dirty John was, like, just the series. Just like, the series, Yeah, yeah. I, so it was, it was I really remember, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it was really good though. I remember listening to that and they were kind of like they hadn't like they were talking more about the initial like murder and stuff and Pam was kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in the first episode where they played like her talking to people from Dateline about it mm-hmm. and stuff, and Keith Morrison was like, That voice you hear is Pam. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just like oh and then it picked up and I was like oh my god it's just it was such a weird like series because you're like because it starts out you know episode one is just like a man is charged for killing his wife and you're like okay her name's not Pam his name's not Pam the you're like fuck is Pam yeah you're literally like who is Pam and so um I think it was a really well done uh series by Dateline they did a really good job um of the podcast of the show and then I'll have to watch the new Dateline like I think it was like a two hour special that they did on Friday so I'll have to watch that but yeah um those are the two shows that I have watched um this week trying to think if there was anything oh I've um have you heard of the show The Flight Attendant yeah, but I don't like Kaylee Cuoco, so... Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I find her to be very annoying. <laughs> I, can, I can see but it. I've, I've I heard, see I have heard that it's, like, people who watched the first season of The Flight Attendant really liked it, so... So, I think it's on HBO Max. I think yes. The Flight Attendant is on... But TBS, um, every Sunday they drop two episodes of the first season. Mm-hmm for the second season premieres. So like every Sunday I've been recording um, every episode or whatever. So I think the final episode seven and eight, which are the final two episodes of season one are um, this Sunday. And so I'll have those so I can watch that. I mean, I have HBO Max. I don't know why, like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Like I'm so dumb, like wasting like my DVR space for it. But um, so I'll be, That'll be my next, like, show, I think, that I'll be watching. Um, It just, it looks good, uh, but I can see how some people, I have those actors and actresses as well that I find that I'm like, I don't think I'm going to watch anything that you're in. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's, I think it's one of those things where people are just like, Yeah, so, but I'll have to let you know if it's like, if it's worth it, like, if you could get past her. (laughs) But maybe not. 
I think it I think it goes down to like when she was in uh was it Ten Rules for dating my teenage daughter. Oh oh yeah, with um like John Ritter and stuff. Yes. I okay. thought she was annoying then. Like okay. I didn't like her character. And then I am hundred percent not a fan of Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And so like it was just it's like one of those things where it's like everything I've seen her in, I just I don't like her. I find her <laughs> annoying, so I'm like like what? Yeah. Nah. You know? Yeah. That's sort of Yeah, I'll have to let you know. This is definitely something very different than what she's ever been in, so I'll have to see if it's if it's any good. Um but that'll be the next show on my to do list. What 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 do we need to do to get out of our reading slumps? So okay, so actually that was the only thing that I had written down for discussion. Because <laughs> I'm like, how do we get out of it? Like, do I just put Okay, you go first. Okay. So my first thing is, like, I don't think I'm going to reach my 52 goal for this year. Okay. And that's fine. Because for me, it's one, it's ambitious. Yeah. And two, the main goal for it was just to get me reading more. Yes. Like, more consistently, get back to what I enjoy doing. Um, I didn't didn't really want it to get to, oh, my God, my toe is stuck in some wires. Hold on. It's, like, caught in my charger for my computer. (laughs) I'm good now. I'm back. The panic in your voice. Like, I didn't know what was going to, I didn't know what was happening to your toe. Well, it was like one of those things where like one wrong move and the whole, the whole <laughs> desk comes flying down at me. And so I was, oh, was trying to be very careful. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. You're fine. Um, trying to get to read more. Try to get to read more get back to what I really enjoy. Try to, you know, yes. kind of disconnect from just scrolling aimlessly on my phone. Absolutely. Or just, like, mindlessly watching something on TV that I'm really not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Just you know, something like that. Yes. Um, uh, so, but, like, you know, like, the 52, it was kind of just just a goal to help me get there. Yeah. It wasn't about, like, reading more than somebody else or trying to, like... Yeah. Because I think the most that I've ever read in a year was 50. So it was just kind of like, you know, just like a good, you know, and that was when I, when I lived in Lubbock and I would, you know, had a 12 minute drive back from work to my house. (laughs) I'd get home, eat a snack, put some sunscreen on, get in a bathing suit, go lay by the pool, read. And then, you know, sometimes I'd finish a book. Sometimes I'd be like halfway through, go back, shower, eat, go to bed, wake up, do the same thing, you know? So it was like. Yeah, the days of having like no responsibilities, like, ugh. And it was, yeah. like, in the summer, like, where it's, it stays out lighter later. Yeah. yeah. So I could always guarantee at least a solid, like, hour and a half to two hours of reading. Um, but so it was just that. And so I was trying to think of, like, what... Because it's not like I'm reading A History of Wild Places and being like, this is, I hate this, I don't want to read this. Because I would yeah. just DNF it. Um, like, I want to finish reading it. I want to see where it goes. So I think, like, my first thought was, well, you just have to make sure that 40 minutes every day, like, it's a non-negotiable. You sit down and you read. Because I did that with working out, like, you know, three days a week, at least Mm -hmm. it's a non-negotiable, like, I go work out kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But then I was like, you know, I feel like I could do more, but I didn't know, like, what that could be. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think, like... Because I'm with you, like, I I had a really good thing going for a while where I would set my timer 
to 30 minutes. I put the TV on like mute, Mm -hmm. um, set my, my phone to 30 minutes and just read. Yeah. And, and that would be, and I would do that daily, like during the week. Cause again, you get home from work. If you need to go to the gym, you got to eat dinner. You want to watch some TV. So you have to like, just squeeze like that little bit of 30 minutes because all of a sudden you look up, it's midnight and you're like, I mean, what, what are we doing? Um, and 30 minutes really is not that long. Um, and usually when you start reading that book, you realize you don't want to stop and you want to finish like a chapter or something. So yeah. I, I do want to get back into that, like at least setting at least 30 minutes. I don't want to commit to more right now until I'm in a good rhythm. Like what does it say? Like 21 days is a habit becomes a habit or something, something like that. I don't something know. like a habit. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but then, uh, tomorrow, um, like I just, it's Sunday. So that's usually when you do like your laundry and you're doing all these things. So like, that's a really good day for me to do like my, I love doing 30 minute sprints because it's like, oh, I can read for 30 minutes. And then like, I only have to do something around the house for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can like, can put laundry away, do the dishes, do something like that. And then, oh, I get to read again. And so. Um, I really want to get a good chunk of like Broken Monsters like done before I have to start reading Light in August. Yeah, um, I want to I want to finish this and return it before mm. you know I'm w- yeah. holding it hostage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did get um, I did get another notification about like a week ago that Poppy War was ready again. <gasps> Okay. And so I, I punted it, and I'm hoping that it lines up with my Savannah trip, because then I was like, I can bring that, and I'll be done. It'll be easy. But I don't really know. <laughs> oh, Poppy Wars. I, I really hope, like, it's worth it. <laughs> like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to be like, this book sucks. Because, again, I'm recommending books to you that I've never read, but I was like, it sounds like something that you were wanting to read at that point, because you were wanting, like, fantasy-type books. Fantasy with not a whole lot of, like... Yeah. <clears throat> like unnecessary like romance or kind of smutty stuff yeah i heard there's i heard it's actually this one's a pretty gruesome ish type you might want to check if there's trigger warnings i don't know like because war based like fighting yeah um but speaking of and i don't know if we talked about this when you read annihilation Mm -hmm. um did we talk about it that it was a movie i think we mentioned it Um, i don't remember it was on it was on fx the other day Mm mm-hmm and so I just clicked it on there, but then I realized I was like, I don't know if I want to watch a movie before. <laughs> so I do know that it's very, from what I've read, uh-huh. is that it's very different from okay. the book. Yeah. Because they kind of, they kind of take, like, all three and kind of, like, uh... condense it down. Oh, good thing. And I change can... some, like, change some fates of the characters and okay. stuff like that. Um it has Natalie Portman in it. Yes, and Oscar Isaac plays her husband. Um, that is. Oh. He's kind of handsome. Okay. But, um... He's <laughs> kind of handsome. I like it. <laughs> All right. That's great. Um, change some things and... Okay. So I heard, like, Annihilation's very good, but it's just different. Yeah. The, the movie's different from the book, but they're yeah. both good, so... Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't... I clicked on it just to kind of see, but then I realized I was like, I don't want to invest in that right now. That's a two-hour movie I have to sit through. And then I was yeah. like, 
I don't want to also ruin like what might be a really good book if I ever want to read it. So it was like, never mind. But I didn't know if we talked about it when you read it, like if we knew that it was a movie. No, I knew I knew it was because I avoided seeing the movie because I wanted to be similar to you. Wanted to read okay. the book. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, so that was that was something else. Um, yeah, I think with with reading slumps, sometimes I sometimes I think the easiest way to get out of one is to go back to what you know. Yeah, books. like if you know, like, you know, like if you if you know where your Lord of the Rings book is. Yeah, if you knew where your Lord, yeah. <laughs> if you knew where your book was, you could get out of your reading slump, Lindsay. It's, it's super simple. Uh... <laughs> um. But, like, mine being, like, thrillers, murder mysteries, like, super quick reads like that. Like, sometimes I feel like just grabbing one of those books real quick to just kind of get back into it. Because um, I sometimes feel like Oprah's books put me in a slump. So, yeah, I think for me what usually causes a slump is I read, like, one really, really good book. Mm-hmm. And I think I read what looks like Crazy mm-hmm. on an Ordinary Day and... Um. Oh my god. Sorry, I was like, sc- I was scrolling through Reese's Book Club, and I keep seeing um, such a fun age, and that's not the name of the book. <laughs> oh. Um. Burst into flames. What's that one called? Oh, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Yes, I read those like back to back. Yeah. And they both were like so very very good. So it kind of just made me like ah. Yeah. And then. Like, having to turn around. Like, I just kind of, like, wanted to, like, enjoy those mm-hmm. books. Kind of soak them in. Yeah, you don't want to have to just jump into another book. Yeah. Because that's hard, too. Because, like you said, you you keep thinking about that book. And so mm-hmm. your next book might not compare to that, like, greatness and that enjoyableness that you had. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's sometimes where I'm at, too. I'm like, it just, yeah. And, again, I just think with traveling this week, and I'll be traveling in two more weeks, you're going to be traveling soon. It's either going to get us out of this reading reading slump, or we're going to still be in it three weeks three three weeks from now. I mean, last year my reading slump went from like mid February until like July. Oh dear <laughs> so God! I'm hoping. I mean, to be fair, there was like quitting my job, moving. Like there were some things in there that also yeah. kind of contributed to that. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rather. Also, I just realized I downloaded um, the audiobook of um, the second Game of Thrones book. Forgot I had it on there, so no telling when that's due now. (laughs) 36 hours just down the drain. Could have been listening to that on a plane. Cool. (laughs) There is um, a book that recently came out Uh on Apple TV as a series where it's one of those books where every time I go on like Reddit or, Uh you know, I think I've seen it a couple of times on Instagram reels and stuff like that, where it's just like people are listing it as like one of the best books they've ever read. And it's Pachinko. Yes. Yes. By Min Jin Lee. Yes. Okay, heard, so I watched so the tra- I watched the trailer for it, and I was like, "This looks fantastic." Yes. I don't want to watch that till I've read the book because the book is supposed I, to be so good. 
Yes, I have seen that. Every person that I've seen that's read that book has loved it, has not said a bad thing about it. Like a five-star read for them. And you know me, how I am with, like, opening lines and stuff. Oh, Lord. So the opening line, so it's, like, 490 pages. It's Uh about Koreans in Japan, which, surprisingly, I've, like, seen some a lot of like movies and read some books that talk about Koreans in Japan and like kind of like yeah they're like the racial issues between <laughs> so I, but but this the very first one history has failed us but no matter that's beautiful uh-huh. that's beautiful that's I'm gone no I'm bye I'm later I'm well, gonna go read uh, this okay well then put that one on hold I really should I mean it probably won't I think it I think it's like 8,000 people in line for it that's what I was, I was just going to say. It's probably going to have a long list just because the movie's coming out. It is a very popular book. Um, I'll, I'll see if it's, like, cheap on uh, thrift books because I haven't bought from there in a while. Okay, let's see. Pachinko. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Zero out of six available. Three holds on each copy. Okay, so listen listen to this. So, Pachinko. Um, one edition, and it says it's the Dutch edition. I can get it for $178. Sheesh. So I'm not going to do that. I think I saw it for like 15 on Amazon. Yeah, you can, get, you can get a paperback, a new paperback for $16.26 on Thriftbooks. Um, the hardcover is 24 Or this Dutch edition. Which I don't, it's not in English, so that would have been a waste. But $178 is a little steep for me. So I'm, I'm not going to do that. So one one copy. Okay. The normal copy. There's also four copies, and they're either on hold or checked out. Um, the large print. Do it. Is also checked out, and there's two <laughs> copies. You should just put yourself on hold for all of them and see which one comes first. I should. I'm just thinking of when you accidentally got the large print of the cuckoo's calling. <laughs> and you were like, why is it so big? <laughs> this book is thick. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, there's also a new movie on Hulu um, that is also based on a book. Surprise, surprise. And it's called um, No Exit. And the book is by Taylor Adams. It's been on like my radar for a while. Why does it sound so familiar? I'm gonna I'm gonna read um, the. Well, I was gonna read the synopsis to you. Oh. Okay. Um. There it is. It, Ooh, okay. a magic carpet ride. Okay, so it's edgy thriller about four strangers, a blizzard, a kidnapped child, and a determined young woman desperate to unmask and outwit a vicious psychopath. A kidnapped little girl locked in a stranger's van, no help for miles, what would you do? On her way to Utah to see her dying mother, college student Darby Thorne gets caught in a fierce blizzard in the mountains of Colorado. With the roads impassable, she's forced to wait out the storm at a remote highway rest stop. Inside are some vending machines, a coffee maker, and four complete strangers. Um, desperate to find a signal to home, Darby goes back out into the storm and makes a horrifying discovery. In the back of the van, parked next to her car, a little girl is locked inside an animal crate. Who is the child? Why has she been taken? And how can Darby save her? There's no cell reception, no telephone, and no way out. 
and one of her fellow travelers is the cat kidnapper. I've heard really good things about the book, and so um, it's been on my list for a while, but now that there's a movie, I'm like, uh-oh, I might have to jump it on my list. So Now I know why it sounded familiar, because okay. I've seen this movie poster, or like yeah, I've seen we- it, you know, like advertising. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, and I think it's on Hulu. That makes sense. So yeah, that is another book-to-movie adaptation that came out recently. I like how we were like, how do we get out of our reading slump? <laughs> we just hey, know. have you heard of this book? <laughs> hey, maybe we just talked ourselves out of one. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I do think, like, I think, like, bef- like, before I go to bed, I need to, instead of turning on the TV, I gotta... Yeah. You know, open a crack open a book instead. Maybe we should maybe we should make a pact and like commit to thirty minutes every day and yes. just see what we are and then next week when we record, see if we've like held that pact. Yeah. See if we have seven seven days we can do that. Yeah, and it's literally thirty minutes. Yeah. Do we start it tonight, Saturday the four sixteen or start tomorrow four seventeen? How do you want to start? Start tonight. Okay. Because then most of the times we're recording Sundays okay which tomorrow's Easter so happy, happy Easter yeah happy Easter everyone happy Easter happy happy we'll be busy shoveling my mouth full of candy tomorrow and the smartest thing to do with peeps are throw them away sorry Becca sorry Becca no you, you stick you stick toothpicks in each of them and then you put them in the microwave and then they joust and they fight each other <laughs> is there a YouTube video where I can watch this I mean, if I had peeps, I would definitely do it. That's funny. Okay. Well, I think we maybe have gotten out of our reading slump. We'll find out next week. Yeah. Um, We're going to come back next week and be like, I've read nothing. I've done absolutely nothing. Um, okay. Instagram is reading with celebs. Twitter is reading W celebs. Please go give us a like, a follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things. And we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.